0: Welcome into the Cougar Tailgate, where BYU fandom lives. Here's your host, Lauren McClain.
1: How's it going, friends? Lauren McClain here with Cleon Wall, and we are doing what we do best, talking all things BYU Cougars. Here's what's coming up on the show today. The Cowboys are coming to town, and we'll recap some of the greatest BYU-Wyoming rivalry moments. Plus, speaking of rivals, we'll discuss who we want BYU's rival to be in the Big 12. But first, the Oregon Awakening. Our thoughts on last week's whooping at Autzen Stadium. <laughs> Cleon, what's up?
2: Uh, well, after that last game, <laughs> uh, a lot of things are down. But, I mean, things can change here in the next week when BYU plays Wyoming.
1: Absolutely. The Cougars were blindsided against the Oregon Ducks, losing 41-20. to And that was even with a little second-half surge by the Cougars. The Ducks just came out with a pace that BYU's defense couldn't handle. So, Cleon, there were a lot of missed tackles. Uh, BOU couldn't get the run game going, and special teams were really struggling. I feel really bad for kicker Jake Oldroyd, by the way. Uh, but his missed field goal in the second quarter could have stifled Oregon's momentum, but he missed. And if you miss three field goals in a row, in a row your job just has to be up for grabs. But on a positive note, I think Jaron Hall is still that guy for me. His composure and competitiveness are exactly what BOU needs, and I think this week's game will remind the Cougars who they are And what they're capable of. What did you think about that game last week?
2: Well, let's just keep it simple. BYU got outplayed. Yeah, they 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 were beat at the line of scrimmage, and the Ducks just to me looked way faster. Oregon's first drive to me summed everything up. BYU looked sloppy and slow. The Ducks were flying on the ground and in the air. It's just like it felt like BYU. As long as Bo Nix was in the game, BYU could not stop them. Me personally, I actually wasn't expecting a win. I was hoping. BYU would keep it close mm-hmm. and that they would win in the end. But I was just hoping a cl- uh, for a close game. So I didn't expect to win. It, it didn't happen. I, I think we now have more questions than answers. And, and I don't think that's something you want after the third game of the season. I think you want an identity. You want to know what this team is capable of. And I'm just not sure we have that answer yet, partially because of injuries, but partially just because they got outplayed so badly by the University of Oregon.
1: BYU historically has. A bad third game of the season. It's really strange how that happens. I'm not sure why because I'm with you by the third game. That's kind of when you need to be gelling a lot better and kind of getting your stuff together. But it's just been interesting in BYU history. That third game is always really, really tough for them. But you know what? Let's move on to this week because BYU plays an old rival and we're not talking about Utah or Utah State. We are talking about the Wyoming Cowboys. The Cougars and Cowboys have played 88 games. That's third most games played against a single opponent for BYU outside of Utah, which is 96 in Utah State, and they've played 90. BYU is 45-30-3 all-time against Wyoming, and BYU is currently on an eight-game win streak. All right, Cleon, let's talk about our favorite memories with this rivalry. There are several memorable games from this rivalry, but the most recent sticks out to me. It was the 2016 Poinsettia Bowl in San Diego. Do you remember that one? Yes, it was wet and rainy, and it was wild. It was Kalani's first year as head coach, so it was a big game for him. It was Jamal Williams' final game as a Cougar, and he was phenomenal running for 210 yards and a touchdown. BOU's defense was awesome that year, led by the one and only Fred Warner, uh, Butch Pau, Kainakua, and they had the second most takeaways of any college football team in 2016. So that defense was just stellar that year. Josh Allen, who is now a star quarterback in the NFL for the Buffalo Bills, was the field general for the Cowboys, and I remember thinking he looked extremely talented and very large. <laughs> that guy is six five. He's a big guy, and he just looks like a Cowboy. He was, like, perfect for Wyoming. It was awesome.
2: On the other hand, it, being six it it's not like he looks unathletic. No. He looks very 6'5 athletic. and
1: very—we're talking, yeah. like— I was just going to say LeBron James says. Maybe not quite that, but he does. He's very athletic, 6'5, big guy. So, not no surprise that he uh, is doing well in the NFL. BYU led 24 to 7 in the fourth quarter when the Cowboys decided to make an insane comeback, bringing the game to 21 24. They had the ball on BOU's 32 yard line with a little over a minute to play when Josh Allen was picked off by Kainakua giving the Cougars the win. That was some good stuff. Uh, That's what college football is all about when you ask me. And that game fit perfectly with what this rivalry has meant throughout the years. So what was your most memorable BYU-Wyoming rivalry? Oh,
2: Lauren, you're just so young. (laughs) (laughs) Your most memorable game is 2016. Recency bias. My goodness. Uh, I I actually went back in the time vault here. Um, I went back to the 96-WAC championship game. BYU wins 28-25 in overtime. By the way, the reason why this is one of my more memorable memorable games, other than it was a phenomenal game, was I was a student reporter for BYU. I think I interviewed Brad Martin after the game on the field. Um, I sat in the press box. It was the first time I was able to sit in the press box. I was there until the end of the third quarter. I, I still have my my media pass for the game somewhere buried in all my stuff. I hope there's stuff. a picture on there of you. Uh, no, there is not. Oh, dang it. Uh I know I have a videotape of all the stuff I recorded, you know, post-game. Yeah. I didn't get any highlights except for the last kick. I just figured we'd get the highlights off of ABC. Uh, <laughs> I know that whatever I did, it probably looked horrible. In 1988, <laughs> Wyoming beat BYU 24-14. Ty Detmer, he subbed into the game, and he goes 9-for-26, throws four interceptions, was sacked five times, he did throw one touchdown. BYU was outmuscled and outplayed in that game. I watched it on ESPN as a 15 year old. The fans were going wild and crazy in that game. So that <laughs> one's always a memory for me, too. And then I think I've talked about it on Cougar Tailgate before, 1985. Uh, BYU wins 59 nothing. That was the first game I ever attended at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. So those are those are my top three BYU-Wyoming moments.
1: Are we going to talk about Lavelle Edwards' quote on losing <laughs> 33-20 and 81 to Wyoming? Because I think we need to, Cleon.
2: You, we, we need to bring it up. He Full says, disclosure here. I
1: know all of you probably have heard this, but Lavelle Edwards, one of my favorite quotes, I'd rather lose and live in Provo than win and live in Laramie. <laughs> and I'm sure he has apologized for that uh, later on. But... Is he wrong? I don't know. Uh, rivals are what makes the sports world go around. Outside of Utah, let's talk about which rivals we wish BYU would play on a regular basis. The first that came to mind for me is Boise State. This game has been one that I looked forward to year in and year out in Independence. I like the consistency of the matchup and knowing it was going to be a good game every year that they played because it really, really has been a close game. Weird things happen in that game. It's, it's kind of crazy. It, it almost is on the Utah youth level of how many weird things happen in the Boise State game. But I hate the blue turf, but I also love the blue <laughs> turf at the same time. I, I hate, love to I love, hate it. I, hate, I, I love. love to hate it, if that makes sense. And Boise State always has a chip on their shoulder trying to prove themselves, despite being BCS busters and dominating the Mountain West Conference each season. They always have something to prove, and I feel like the BYU Cougars are kind of the same. They have that in common, and so I think that's a great matchup there there's a lot of crossover between the two states Idaho and Utah and they've just built a good solid rivalry so Cleon what rivals would you like to see BYU play on a regular basis okay
2: I have four okay Boise State is number two okay and I'll get back to my number one here in a second Boise State's number two Uh, I like it because they're a newish rival I like that they said to BYU when they became independent yeah we'll play you every year they they kept signing contracts and signing contracts they did us a solid yeah I, I would love to see us play in the future and i'm just where's all the boise state hate come from what what is it lauren because i i personally don't get it i mean you said i hate the blue turf and all this stuff i i think it's great i think what boise state has done is great they go from fcs up to fbs and they've been for quite a few years maybe not this season, but quite a few years one of the top teams if not the top team in fbs i just don't get it in Cougarland, where all the hate comes from for Boise State. Maybe it's the fans, but, I mean, you could say that about any team's fan base. I I love Boise State's story. It reminds me so much of BYU. That's why I love Boise State. I I, I, I
1: think when you consistently play a team, like when you have a rival, a team you play year in and year out, the fans talk to each other so much more, and so that's where the hate comes from. I mean, I don't know if it's hate. It's just more... Maybe friend, I've been friendly banter. Maybe
2: I've been separated, you know, from yeah. the the friendly banter between fans because I personally I love, as I said, I love Boise State's story. I love that BYU plays Boise State. Yeah. I think it's great. I, it, I, that's my second rival. My number one is Utah State. Yeah, I, I, outside wow. of Utah, I'm going to say Utah State. I want BYU to play Utah State every year because they're an in-state rival, and I think we should keep that up. And, you know, however that happens, maybe it's, it's, it's not going to be every year, but, you know, if we could do it as often as, we, as BYU can, then I think that, th- then, then yes, that's what I want.
1: And I think Tom Homo has said that, that he wants to continue the insight rival- rivalries as much as possible. Even in the Big 12, so we'll see what happens.
2: Yeah, um, my number three, Wyoming. Uh, really, no other reason than it's an old-timey rivalry. Number four, San Diego State, just because BYU needs to recruit Southern California, so why not play San Diego State every other, every few years, I should say.
1: And they're just a gritty team, a fun team to to, to play and to watch. BYU enters the Big 12 next year, and I'm sure a natural rivalry will. Why is rivalry a hard word to say? By the way, hope it's not just me, people. Rivalry will develop as they consistently play. Let's talk about which teams we hope BYU turns into a rivalry in the Big 12 Conference. Cleon, I want Texas. Give me a rivalry with Texas for two years. I know it's only for two years. The storyline is just too good. Taysom Hill basically single-handedly made Mac Brown want to retire in 2013, after pounding the number 15 Longhorns at the Edwards Stadium, and then pounding them again in Austin the next year. Some of the best and most fun games I've ever watched. Uh, those were Some of my favorite games watching Taysom play. And now former BYU quarterback Steve Sarkeesian is the head coach, which adds a great storyline and intrigue to the matchup. Beyond Texas, I'd like to see Houston become a rival... They're both newcomers into the Power Five world. They've had some epic offensive battles in the last decade. They've had some great, great games in football and basketball. So I'd like to see that happen.
2: Here's why Texas will never be a rival of BYU. Not just because they're leaving soon. They have way too many other teams out there. <laughs> there are too many that other want to beat them. And you've got Oklahoma. Yeah. It, you know, in the SEC when they move to the SEC, it's going to be Texas A and M. Texas Tech gets up. For them every single year, BYU is going to be way down on the depth chart. And I personally see if you're going to have a rivalry, it has to be come from both teams or both. Teams you got to be starting on the same level. Yeah, and I just don't see Texas. I think Texas fans will look at BYU and say, "That's nice. We're going to the U. Uh, we're going to the SEC." Yeah, we'll play you for one, maybe two years. It's just there you're not going to find any investment there. Uh, mine, TCU would probably be number one. Uh, some history there. I just don't know how many BYU fans will get into the history because the last time these two teams played uh, was back in 2011, BYU's first year of independence. They actually scheduled um, uh, a non-conference game with BYU. It was at Jerry World in Dallas, and they played, and BYU lost that game. Um, in fact, the Cougs have lost four straight to TCU back yeah. going into when they were in conference. That was
1: looking ugly there.
2: Yeah, and so that'd be the only one that I could think that you say, yeah, maybe that one will stick. But they even have rivals now in the Big 12 slash Texas where it might be tough being rivals with them. I would like to say Baylor. It's been good for the first couple of games. Maybe it's going to be a friendly rivalry. Again, they have a lot of rivals in Texas, so I'm not sure that one's going to stick either. Texas Tech, westernmost Big 12 team. I also lived in West Texas, uh, so maybe that's kind of my like s- small hope. Maybe it's Texas Tech, but again, won't happen. They love their <laughs> they love playing their teams in Texas. So the last one I have is Houston, and I I'd have to say just because they can recruit down there, that's pretty bad. You're not my- giving
1: us much hope of finding a rivalry in I, the Big Twelve.
2: Cleon, I'm sorry, but I looked at what happened to Utah when they joined the Big Twelve, and they're like. Colorado is going to be their rival. Are we doing the
1: Pac-12? You mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm
2: sorry, the the Pac-12. Thank you for correcting me on that. Yeah, the Pac-12 and Colorado is going to be their rival. I don't know. It just doesn't. It doesn't seem like there's much of a rivalry there, even though they're neighbors, state, you know, state wide. No, there's I, I, not at all. Yeah, it just doesn't feel like there's a rivalry there, especially because yeah. Utah kicks their butt usually every, yeah. not every year, but I know that Colorado's won some games, but it it just seems. Not even one-sided. I just don't see it as a rival, and and I just don't see any rivalries right now at the start picking up for BYU in the Big 12. Sorry, fans.
1: Well, speaking of, though, as much as we want a new rival in the Big 12, do you ever think BYU will be able to look past the Utah Youths, Cleon?
2: No. No, I think that will be their forever rival no matter what. And they will always, BYU fans will always compare themselves mm-hmm. to the University of Utah And I don't know if they'll always want to play the University of Utah. I'm one that says, yes, play that game as much as possible. But I don't think that we'll ever get over that. And so I think the best thing that could happen is somehow they end up as conference rivals again. And then, you know, everything's all ducky and you get to play them every year and you get to compare yourselves again. But as long as they're non-conference rivals, I still think BYU looks to Utah and Utah looks to BYU is still their biggest rivals. That's my opinion.
1: That's what I was going to say. And vice versa as well. I think the Utah Utes, despite saying they were so much better than BYU because they were in the Pac-12. I still think they look to BYU for that comparison, and it's going to be even more so once BYU enters the Big 12. The loving to hate each other will always be there. Nothing can replace the Holy War, and I hope it continues. Uh, Maybe not every year, like you said, but I want it still consistently played. Cleon, what's your favorite football rivalry outside of the state of Utah?
2: I like all the West Coast rivalries. Uh, As I've said on the podcast before or on the show before, I grew up on the West Coast, so I like USC, UCLA. Uh, my family lived in Southern California for a short time. I love Oregon, Oregon State. I used to live in Oregon. I love Washington, Washington State. I love the names of the rivals. Up, I like the Apple Cup, how it's called. I, I just like the West Coast rivalries because they don't get as much love as the ones on in the center of the country yeah. or, or in the East. So. I actually like the West Coast rivalries. Uh, I like the Red River rivalry, just like I wow. said. Yeah, Say Red that 10 River times. rivalry. Red River rivalry. <laughs> the Red River. Why Yeah, exactly. Uh, former Red River Shootout, but they changed that name. I like it when Texas and Oklahoma play. I also like it when Texas and Texas A and M play, just because all three of those schools really, 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 really care about football Mm -hmm. and beating their rivals. So I think that's really cool. Uh, And then I'd say passively, I always pay attention to Alabama-Auburn, and I always pay attention to Michigan-Ohio State. But I think it's just because it's been shoved down our throats so much uh, (laughs) that they are rivals and that they play at the end of the year. I I think that's why I pay attention to them. And they're—I don't know if they're my favorite, but I pay attention to them because they are every year. Those games are big.
1: Well, and they have some of the best football players in the country on those teams. They're just powerhouses, so it's fun to watch them beat up on each other. When you don't have, you know, like we don't care that much <laughs> about the yeah. outcome, and they care so much, so it is fun to watch. Apart from the ones you mentioned, Cleon, I have to include Army Navy. I almost feel obligated to watch this game when it comes on because I feel so patriotic and have so much respect for the men in uniform and what they do for our country. Plus, I'm a big Ken Neumatololo fan. I think he's a phenomenal guy. He's done an incredible job at Navy. And honestly, it doesn't matter who wins this game because we all win, right? Army, Navy. America wins when they play this game. All right, coming up, University of Wyoming Intercollegiate Athletics Hall of Fame inductee Kevin McKinney joins us to discuss his most memorable Cougars and Cowboys rivalry game. Don't go anywhere. This is Cougar Tailgate. Tailgate. I'm Lauren McLean with Cleon Wall by my side. Joining us now is former Senior Associate Athletics Director for External Operations, Radio Color Commentator, and University of Wyoming Intercollegiate Athletics Hall of Fame Inductee, Kevin McKinney. Thanks for coming on with us, Kevin.
0: Oh, my pleasure, Lauren. Happy to be on.
1: All right. So BYU and Wyoming, they're longtime rivals, as you know. Uh, they've played 78 games since 1922, and you've worked for the Wyoming Athletic Department in various positions since 1972 you've been at the football you've been the football color analyst since 98 so what were you what were your feelings when you heard that Wyoming was coming to Provo this year
0: well excited uh, you know we uh, uh, really hated to see BYU leave the league uh, back in the day and uh, it was such a great rivalry for Wyoming especially for those on the western side of Wyoming that uh, we we were really disappointed that we weren't going to be able to play them every year.
2: Were you excited when they announced the two game series? Because uh, this this came a few years ago. I, I'll, I'll be honest, I was just because I'm a long time you know BYU football fan, but also I'm just a long time college football fan. And when I think of good fo- college football games, especially in the old whack in the Mountain West days, I think BYU Wyoming. So I, I personally was excited that they were playing again. What were your thoughts when when they said, "Hey, guess what? BYU Wyoming going to play in 2022 and 2024"?
0: Well, you know, we, we felt the same way because uh, to us, it's really not the same anymore. And it's not college athletics like we've always known it uh, without uh, BYU and Utah involved in, in our league. So we were really excited about it. I, I think a lot of us felt that that may never happen again. Uh, and, and, uh, and maybe it won't after those two games, but uh, we're very excited now. Uh, I know our fan base is excited will be a lot of fans going over to the game and and uh, they always enjoy going to Provo and, and uh, Edwards Stadium. So um, we were all excited about it. Uh, it always hasn't been the, the best uh, result for Wyoming going to Provo, but we we really do enjoy that rivalry.
1: The last time the Cougars and Cowboys played was uh, at the Poinsettia Bowl where I believe Josh Allen was the quarterback and BYU won 24-21. What do you remember about that game in that year?
0: Well I, I remember uh, that it was rainy. It, it rained uh, almost the entire game, which I'm sure affected it uh, in some way or another. but uh, we also remember Josh throwing an interception uh, <laughs> at, at near the end of the game when it looked like Wyoming might either tire or, or or win the game down the stretch. So uh those are our memories that uh, aren't the best, but it was a great game as usual. Um, those two teams, just, uh, it, it doesn't matter how many kids come and go in the, in the rivalry. They know what that game means. And so it's uh, always highly competitive and, and usually entertaining. And, and that was a very entertaining game. I wish it hadn't rained like it did because I think it would have been an unbelievable game had the weather not uh, happened.
2: What's your earliest memory of this rivalry between these two teams?
0: Uh, this is unbelievable. I, I, the very first airplane ride I ever took was to uh, uh with my dad to Salt Lake and over to Provo to see Wyoming play BYU. Um, they had Virgil Carter at that time. that's how far back that was mm-hmm. and uh, BYU was really an outstanding team and and the Cowboys really good team and Wyoming ended up winning the game. I suppose that's why I remember it but uh, <laughs> so well. but it was such a thrill for me to go over there uh and uh you know it wasn't the the same stadium that it is now but it was uh BYU even then was uh, a Wyoming rival and uh it was just one of those days where Wyoming had a really good game especially defensively and and uh ended up winning the game but boy that was a great memory for me because I was with my dad and uh we flew over uh to Salt Lake and uh on the airplane for the first time it was uh, quite a weekend for uh, Kevin.
1: I love that. And the game between the two teams could get a little volatile, to put it mildly. Mildly, uh, What what did you like about the rivalry between these two teams?
0: Well, I think, you know, number one, Lauren, uh, BYU is always uh, a, a good football team. Uh, they have an unbelievable program, as we all know, and, and they have set a standard through the years uh, for uh, certainly uh, football in the Rocky Mountain area. And and so when you played BYU, you always knew you had to play your best game because they were going to bring their best game. And and I, you know, some of those games, uh, especially at Provo, weren't good results at all for Wyoming. But uh, the the fact that uh, uh, you knew that probably to win a championship, you'd have to win it going through Provo, uh, and and to beat them was uh, one of the two highlights of the year. Of course, Colorado State is our other rival, and, and uh, if you can win one of those two games or both, you've had a really good year. So uh, I think it's just the standard that uh, the Cougars have set all these years.
2: What are you looking forward to most for this year's game? I, I mean, for me, thinking I, I'm not going to put words in your mouth, but it's like you probably haven't been to Provo. Oh, it's it's probably been at least a decade since you were in Provo. Uh, but what are you looking forward to? to most for this year's game.
0: Well, uh you know that's that's a good question. Uh I, I I would say that uh I'm I'm anxious to see the pageantry and 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 the uh the way that uh, the, the games go in in that stadium and and uh you know the big crowds. But I'm going to be anxious to see uh, Wyoming this year as a very young team. So we're not quite sure exactly what uh, the Cowboys will have especially by that time, but um, I'm anxious to see them play a quality program on the road. I think it'll be a great learning experience for them and education probably. But uh, I, I love the, I just love being around the the stadium and, and uh, the the color of, of uh, uh, of the city and, and, and the stadium on a, on a college uh, Saturday game. And so, um, you know, it brings back a lot of memories to me. I have, Uh, Some very, very good friends uh, uh, in Provo and at the university. And so I'll be anxious to see those guys and, uh, you know, just see how the Cowboys uh, match up with an outstanding program.
1: So Wyoming, I feel like, always has a, a gritty football team. I feel like that was the best word I could find for you. you. You mentioned that they're a young team this year. How else would you describe this year's team?
0: Well, you know, we've, uh, we haven't we played very many games yet, but the, the team only has three seniors. Uh, and I, I think in all the years I've been around, I've never seen that situation before uh, with so few seniors. But uh, I think there's a lot of talented guys uh, they have not seen a lot yet and so uh they'll see plenty on on uh, uh on that stadium uh, field but i i think that um there there's uh, some real potential there to to have a, a good season and uh if the cowboys can play well here in provo then um you know that's going to bode well not only for the rest of our season but for down the road for all these uh, young guys there's like, uh, I think it's 33 redshirt freshmen and true freshmen on the two deep. So, uh, you know, and by this time of the year, they've played games and they're not young really anymore, but they still haven't seen a lot and uh, they certainly haven't seen um, a venue like this one and and, uh, a program like BYU's. So it'll be um, a learning experience for sure. Lauren mentioned that you've been
2: around the Wyoming Athletic Department for for a very long time. Why did you decide to stick around so long, especially... You know, you hear a lot of people there looking for that next, next best job or, you know, grass is greener on their other side, but you decided to stick around Laramie and, and stick with the Wyoming athletic department. Why, why stick around so long?
0: You know, I ask that myself a lot, Cleon, but I I would say, you know, I'm from Cheyenne originally. I went to the university of Wyoming. So uh, for me uh, it was a, a, a great fit and a good place to be. And, and, uh, You know, I I loved our tradition and and the things that go with the University of Wyoming. So uh, I stayed and, uh, you know, as the years went by, it it just seemed uh, the right thing to do to stay here. I had uh, a couple of opportunities that I could have gone on, but uh, when it was all said and done, this is my home. Uh, uh, I just had a lot, many, many friends here and and many, many memories here. So uh, I, I just... I came to a point where I couldn't see myself uh, not only getting involved, but rooting for any other program, but the Brown and Gold. So I just hung <laughs> in there. And, you know, one decade led to another, is so how it turned <laughs> out. And, and here I still am.
1: You have loyalty to your to your program, and that's something well, we do. can relate to. I love that. We're talking to University of Wyoming Intercollegiate Athletics Hall of Fame inductee Kevin McKinney. Kevin, thank you so much for taking the time with us today, and we can't wait to see him in Provo.
0: Okay, it's good, nice talking to you guys.
1: Let's look at some history between the Cowboys versus Cougars. We already talked about the 2016 Poinsettia Bowl where the Cougars won 24-21. Josh Allen, future NFL star, was playing. There were awful playing conditions, but Jamal Williams had an amazing game.
2: Pistol handoff to Jamal. Jamal shoots a gap, 30, 25, 20. Defender falls down. And Jamal strolls into the end zone.
0: Touchdown, Cougars.
1: I missed Jamal. BYU had the 24 7 lead in the fourth quarter after that touchdown. And Wyoming made a comeback. And it was up to the defense to seal it.
2: Allen in the pocket. A pump. Pressured by Caboussi. Evades it to the right sideline. Throws on the run. It is in the air. Long time picked off. It's Kainakua. Kainakua with the INT. The playmaker. Yeah. Lauren already talked about what she remembers about this game. My vivid recollections were sloppy playing conditions. Mm -hmm. BYU had no passing game. I think they had less than 100 yards in that game. But I just love that this game was played. Other than the playing conditions, I love that BYU played Wyoming in a bowl game.
1: Rain always makes things interesting. All right, 2010, the last time BYU and Wyoming played. While in the Mountain West Conference, BYU wins 25-20. to And BYU's defense dominated. The Cowboys were held to negative 18 total yards on offense in the first half.
2: Another play pass on second and four.
0: Looking to the corner, and he connects with Ashworth again.
2: Yeah, that was a touchdown pass, 12-yard touchdown pass from Jake Heaps, to Luke Ashworth, that put up that put BYU up 25-13 in the game. Some facts from this game. Jay Keeps only had 81 passing yards in this game, 57 to Luke Ashworth. BYU's all-time leading receiver, Cody Hoffman, only had 7 receiving yards in this game. BYU had t- 217 rushing yards. Brian Correa, 88 yards, 1 TD. J.J. Luigi 82 yards in a TD. And Josh Kazada had 59 yards in that game. Uh, BYU, 298 total yards. Kyle Van Noy batted down a fourth down pass to preserve the win because, as we said, BYU won 25-20, and I would just have to say – Boy, those two games sounded really familiar. The last two games mm-hmm. BYU played, they had a hard time passing and they had to hold on to beat the Cowboys at the end.
1: The 1996 WAC Championship thriller. BYU was ranked number 5, Wyoming was ranked number 22 and BYU won 28 to 25 in OT.
0: All eyes focused on that man, place kicker Ethan Pochman for the win. He's 3 of 4 on the day. He's made one from 30, 46 and 20 yards out. He's missed one from 43. This attempt comes... Coming from 32 yards out. Out of the hold of Alan Boardman. It's over. The Cougars win it. Lavelle Edwards has his 18th WAC title.
2: What a finish. The lasting image for me, as I said, I was at that game, was BYU is losing 25-20. Wyoming was backed up in their end zone on fourth down. And they instruct the punter to run around and then take a safety to make it 25-22 to give them better field position to kick the ball away. BYU gets down to the three-yard line, ties it up at 25-all, and then they win it in overtime on a field goal, 28-25, to as you just heard. Thanks to ABC for those highlights. The thing that I couldn't believe was that Joe Tiller, the coach of Wyoming who went on to Purdue, why he would tell his punter to run around, And then go out for a safety, giving BYU a free score. And the reason I say that is BYU needed to score a touchdown in that game Mm -hmm. to win it. Not kick a field goal to tie it up or anything. They needed to score a touchdown. And for some strange reason, Joe Tiller just didn't believe that his defense would do that. And he thought he had a better chance if he pushed BYU back even farther.
1: Well, he blew it, Cleon.
2: Yep. And then (laughs) BYU ends up with that magical season. And he hasn't stopped
1: thinking about that for 20 years. (laughs) All right, guys, and that does it for us today. Thanks again to Kevin McKinney for coming on the show with us. You can join the Cougar Tailgate wherever you get your podcasts, on Apple, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, or on BYUradio.org. It's game day, baby. Cougar Tailgate is a production of BYU Radio.